The love is gone, nothing you can do to me won't take me down. You will try, there's nothing wrong, nothing you can do to fail the love of sound. I was sleeping with the fear that I found, I see it in your eyes. Welcome back to the Nick Broadhurst Show. I'm your host, Broadhurst, and you can catch all of my work at www.iamnickbroadhurst.com, including all of my music, my music videos, and all of these podcast episodes. And wherever you listen to music, whether it's on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, just search for my name, Broadhurst, and you can check out all of my tunes. Now, this song you were listening to is a song called Take Me Down, and I'm going to mention this in today's episode because... This one has a very special meaning and is very relevant to what I'm going to be talking about today. I've been waiting quite a long time to share this with you. Just sort of waiting for that day where it felt appropriate and yeah, today feels like that day because this is the sort of episode that requires possibly a leap of faith and to listen to the whole episode in its entirety because the message is really beautiful but depending on your beliefs you may not immediately know what I'm talking about (laughs) so I'm going to actually read to you something which I wrote two years ago it was an experience I had two years ago and this gave me so much peace and I felt like so many parts of my life clicked after I had this experience. So I hope you enjoy it. And to say that I'm going out on a limb in this podcast is somewhat of an understatement. After one of the most bizarre and profound moments of my life, I felt compelled to capture the feeling of what happened to me yesterday. Now bear in mind, I'm reading this from two years ago, but I wrote this the day after. And I wanted to capture this while the many revelations were still fresh. That said, I doubt that the lessons I got from this experience will ever be forgotten. I'm lying on the table of a very talented healer and I feel a presence walk into the room, like a rush of energy behind my head. And at that very moment, Kylie stops what she's doing, looks at me and says, someone just entered the room. I know, I felt it, I reply, with a strange sense of knowing that something special is about to unfold. Who are you? she asks, looking down towards the floor just below my right shoulder. Kylie smiles with a look of mischievous curiosity. Ah, of course, that makes sense. You're a master musician. Let's figure out who you are. Nick, help me out here. What's the first genre that comes to mind? Jazz. I reply without a moment's hesitation. While this is all happening, I'm being muscle tested to determine the correct response. 
Kylie has somehow effortlessly plugged into an invisible field of information. When an answer is no, my arm is immovable. When the answer is yes, it flies up off the table like a feather, no matter how hard I try to resist. Were you a jazz musician? My arm gives her the answer. You were? Okay. Were you white or were you black? Again, it jolts up. Black. Interesting. Were you with Nick in a former life? And you can imagine at this point, I'm getting (laughs) goosebumps in this experience. Yes. Huh. Did you play together? Yes. Wow. Nick, you know who this is. Tell me. The words come out of my mouth as if by remote control. It's Charlie Parker, I say. The name registers in my head only once it's hanging in the air between us. Charlie Parker, one of the all-time musical greats, one of my all-time musical heroes. I should be surprised, but I'm not. Kylie's voice doesn't skip a beat. Charlie's being is here to make sure you fulfill what you didn't complete in your past life. He says he is your guide and is always at your side. I've never had an experience like this before. Even for the most open-minded, this experience could be a real stretch, but somehow in that moment, it all just feels perfect. I know I'm exactly where I need to be. Then someone or something else enters the room. Did you have a young friend pass away recently? Yes, I said. Tell me her name. Jessica. She was young when she passed, but did what she came here to do and then left with a bang, and I laughed and said, absolutely. I reply with a big grin on my face, my arm flying off the table into the air. A huge wave of energy goes up and down my body like I'm being cosmically scanned. Kylie has goosebumps all over her body too. She says she loves you and is always with you and Melissa. We know, I say. At this moment, if this is not surreal enough, Kylie lifts both hands off me and starts moving the fingers of both her hands gently up and down. What's this instrument, she asks. Piano, I respond to what seems an obvious answer based on her movements. Why am I seeing a white pianist? Charlie confirms that he played with the white pianist who suddenly appeared to Kylie. She jumps away from the table and sits down at her desk to start Googling, looking for any white pianist who played with Charlie Parker. She finds one straight away, then with a slow head turn that you would expect to see in a psychological thriller, with a sense of awe in her eyes, she slowly asks, Nick, when were you born? November 26, 1978. I know where she's going with this. I'm getting goosebumps right now, reading this out. With an outburst that could be mistaken for Tourette's, Kylie yells, Get (laughs) It seems that even for the insanely intuitive and talented Kylie, this is all starting to get pretty wild. She continues by reading out the name of a New York-based pianist called Lenny Tristano, who died on November 18, 1978. And based on time zones and locations of my birth and Lenny's death, that places us seven days apart. Buddhists believe in reincarnation. I'm not a Buddhist as such, although Buddhism has had a profound impact on my life, and I have tried to absorb as much of the wisdom delivered by various masters who have walked this earth. However, I find it hard to get past the ancient doctrine. I'm going to read a bit of this from the website Dharma Net of Indra. 
and it reads, During the first 49 days after a human being breathes out his or her last breath, and up to the time of reincarnation, his or her spirit or soul survives for up to 49 days. This survival is known as the bardo, the outcast, or the body of the yun, a period in which the good and bad karma of the former life is being weighed and judged, since his or her karma is not yet formed to determine where he or she will reincarnate, the bardo is extremely free. It's a free time. And since the bardo is extremely light, agile, and keen, its strength of awareness is seven times stronger than before death during this period and possesses his bardo throughout. The length of this survival period is for seven days, 14 days, 21, 28, 35, 42, and up to 49 days, at which time his or her karma for the next lifetime will have been determined and the bardo will undergo reincarnation accordingly. Lenny was a blind American jazz Hall of Fame pianist, composer, arranger, and teacher of jazz improvisation. Born March 1919, he moved from Chicago to New York in 1946, where he formed many small bands and performed with some of the greats, such as Dizzy Gillespie and, of course, Charlie Parker. Until that moment, there'd never been a good explanation as to why an English boy with parents who rarely played music or showed any interest or talent in music would stay up night after night with his red Sony cassette player listening to Charlie Parker under his duvet and dreaming of being able to improvise like the bird himself, Charlie Parker. But that's me. That's what I did. Charlie was always on my mind. He was my benchmark of greatness and I strived to master songs like Oprah and Ornithology. The list of similarities between Lenny and I, not to mention our likeness, especially our nose, <laughs> is quite simply astonishing. And you'll have to definitely visit broadhurst.world forward slash 52 to check out our profiles. It is uncanny. Now, anyone who knows me personally and professionally will smile when they read this following description by bassist Peter Int, who said Tristano was always so gentle, so charming, and so quietly spoken that his directness could be unnerving. Jazz great Chubby Jackson noted that he had almost no tact and would not worry about being rude or making others feel incompetent. (laughs) Both constraints I'm very keenly aware of and work on daily and talk about in episode number 35, turning your weaknesses into strengths. Lenny was also quoted as saying, express all that is positive. Beauty is a positive thing. Well said, Lenny. That pretty much sums up my mantra on life. He also had an interesting way of teaching his students. Rather than getting bogged down in the technical, something I never did as a self-taught improviser, he had them sing the solos they heard in their head to get into the feeling of what they were about to play. I've only ever taught one student, a friend of mine called Alan, who came to me during my time in Sneaky Sound System wanting to learn saxophone. Alan, who'd never played an instrument before, let alone sung, was a bit taken aback when we started our first and subsequent lessons by singing improvisations to each other so he could feel what he wanted to play before he knew how to play it. I always felt that learning an instrument, especially as an adult, is a long process of delayed gratification, but at least I could give Alan the feeling of where he could be one day while his fingers and his mind caught up in the meantime. Lenny had a peculiar physical playing style, most likely because he was blind, which made his fingers stick out quite straight when he was playing 
especially his pinky finger. Now, I do exactly the same thing, possibly because I'm self-taught and I never really knew how to correctly use my fingers. And watching him, which you can do on YouTube, watching him play is so bizarre because it's like watching my hands. And I'll put a video at broadhurst.world forward slash 52 so you can watch with me. But let's just take 30 seconds to listen to a bit of Lenny Tristano. So Lenny and I both have scarring in the same place on our cheek. Lenny played two main instruments, piano and tenor sax. My two main instruments are piano and tenor sax. As a child, he also played drums, guitar and trumpet. I also played drums, guitar and trumpet as a child. Lenny studied at the American Conservatory of Music. I studied very briefly at the Sydney Conservatorium of Music, mainly because I couldn't stand all the theory. Lenny was married twice. I have married twice. Lenny had a son in his first marriage. I have a son from my first marriage. Lenny was half Italian. My first wife was half Italian. Melissa, my gorgeous wife, is also half Italian. His first marriage ended in the same way that my first marriage ended, but with a slight twist, which I'll keep private. (laughs) Lenny had a son, as I said, and then two daughters to his second wife. Now that one, we're going to have to see if that one plays out, but I already have the sun. Lenny was first signed by Atlantic Records, which is still going strong today and reps some of my favorite artists like Coldplay, Matt Corby, Jill Scott. And while I didn't sign with Atlantic, I have just two weeks ago signed with a label called Antifragile, a dream label, which sounds similar, Antifragile, Atlantic Music, and is also based out of New York City. And we're cooking up some very, very special stuff for you guys, including an album in the middle of the year, which I don't know if I should have said that. But anyway, I've said it now. Back to the story. Whether you believe this is all coincidence or if I am indeed the reincarnate of Lenny Tristano, it really all comes down to your own personal belief system. I do know, though, that where I am right now with this information is perfect. There are lessons I've already learned in just 24 hours from Lenny that I believe will influence how I move forward with my music and may also impact how you see life too. As I've quickly dived into his life with a feverish obsession, it seems clear that Lenny never finished what he started. He was rigid in his manner and approach, which stopped him from traveling the world and becoming a household name. Ind, his bassist, commented that he stuck with his convictions and would not commercialize. His dedication plus the lack of general appreciation by many jazz critics led inevitably to his being sidelined. Is that the life that I want to live? Teetering on greatness but never allowing yourself to bust out? 
Seven days in Bardo is not a long time, so clearly Lenny, or I, was clearly in a rush to get back and continue the journey. My parents always said I was a mystery child, not planned, and somehow conceived way out of cycle. Yet here I am, having transitioned from a saxophonist to a pianist and a vocalist. Perhaps I have something to say that needs to be heard. I'm so tired, tired of waiting, but I'm ready, ready to get it myself. So please, please don't deny me. Oh, I've paid my dues. And when I wrote those lyrics for Status Quo, I felt like I was on my knees, hoping that everything I was doing would take me in the direction I felt my whole life. In another release, Take Me Down, I write about how the fear has, over the years, stopped me from unleashing my full creative potential. Until now. Oh, the love is gone. Nothing you can do to me will take me down. You will try. There's nothing wrong. Nothing you can do to fail the love of sound. I was sleeping with the fear that I found. I see it in your eyes. You take me down. Oh, and once upon a time I was your fool, but nothing you can do to me will take me down. And I fall on back to you. There's a feeling I get when a song seemingly arrives out of nowhere and lands in my lap like some great gift. And now, perhaps I have Charlie to thank for that. Or Lenny. It's a feeling of being connected to something far greater and more powerful than me. And in my single, Just Us, I write, You and me, a love that's deeper than the sea. Even though I want to be with you, I'd let you go be free. Or that's trust in something bigger than us. It's just us. Carve the life we want to live. But we never can forget the greatest lesson is to give. I'm calling your name. It's just a game we're playing. Everybody is caught up in the fuss. I'm calling your name. It's just a game we're playing. The clock is ticking. What are you waiting for? And what greater gift can I give than to remind people of that? The clock is ticking. What are you waiting for? Lenny, my dear friend, I've got you covered, buddy. Because in this lifetime, I'm hearing you. I hear what you say. And I'm taking action. And I'm finishing what you started. And perhaps what many lifetimes before me started. And I thank you for the lessons. I thank you for coming through in that moment. Through Charlie. To remind me of my mission in this life. And thank you so much for being here. That is episode number 52. You can get all of the show notes at IamNickBroadhurst.com forward slash 52. And this is a really important one to go and check out on the website because you get to see Lenny and I side by side. You get to see Lenny playing piano. And once you see these two things, I promise you, what you've just heard will crystallize into something quite profound. But as always, please do hit the subscribe button on your podcast app so that you definitely catch all my episodes. And I would be so grateful if you could head into iTunes and leave me a review, whether it's one star, two, three, four, five. I would love your feedback. I would love to hear what you want to hear more of. I know this one was a bit different, but I really hope you enjoyed it because it was a very, very profound experience for me. So if this resonated, please share this on social media using my handle at I am Nick Broadhurst. And I will definitely notice it and I'll say hello because I would love to connect with you. Now today, remember, look up, see the beauty around you, see the beauty within you, be gentle with yourself, be love, listen to your intuition. Don't forget, 
what you're here to do. Tune in to your purpose. Tune in to why you are here. Don't miss the opportunity. Don't get so dizzy with the daily grind that you miss the gold. And as always, have a beautiful day. I love you heaps. Ciao. Mwah. And just before you go, just wanted to let you know that the information and views presented in this podcast are personal and for educational and entertainment purposes only. The information presented is not intended as a substitute for medical or professional advice. Please seek advice from a qualified medical practitioner before starting any new diet, health or lifestyle practice. There you go. Catch you soon.